0: i
1: no one like you. We bless your name. The word of the Lord in Psalm 53 says, Who has believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? For he shall grow up before him as a tender plant, as a root out of dry ground. He has no form or comeliness, and when we see him, there is no beauty that we should desire him. He is despised, rejected by men, a man of sorrows and acquainted with grief. And we hid as if it were our faces from him. He was despised and we esteemed him not. Surely he had borne our griefs and carried our sorrows. Yet we esteemed him stricken, smitten by God and afflicted. But he was wounded and For our transgressions. He was bruised. For our iniquities. The chastisement for our peace. Was upon him. And by his stripes. We are healed. Amen. He was wounded. For our transgressions. Paid a price. Paid a debt he did not owe. He was wounded for our transgression. Bruised for our iniquities. That means. He took our sins upon himself. And the Bible says, and by his stripes, we are healed. I'm here to say to you today, by his stripes, you are healed. Amen. We speak to your body to respond to the word of the Lord. We speak to your mind to respond to the word of the Lord. We speak to your spirit to respond to the word of the Lord. That by his stripes, amen, you are healed. Amen. Let's just bow our heads together. Father, we love you, we adore you, we glorify your name. You are a mighty God. Father, thank you for your protection throughout the week. Thank you, God, in the midst of chaos and and, in the midst of God of, of, of natural disaster, your hand of grace has been upon us. So as we enter into your gates with thanksgiving and into your courts with praise, as we come into this place this morning, we in here saying say, God, we are grateful that you have had your hand on us. You have been faithful to us. You met us at the point of our need, even when we thought we could not make it, even when we thought that it was going to be too much for us. That, like David says, my enemies have surrounded me on every side. It felt like there was no way out, but God, you made a way, and you're the way maker. You're the miracle worker. You're the God that. Because today is about coming into your presence. So, Lord, we love you. Lord, we worship you. Lord, we glorify your name. And so, Lord, just Have your way in this place. Minister. Minister to us, Lord, as you desire. In the mighty name of Jesus. And everybody said. Amen. And everybody said. Amen. Amen. There's more than a few of you. Everybody said. Amen. Amen. amen 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 now we've, we've gone through some 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 tragedy some some chaos in the past few years amen amen but God's been faithful to us amen I mean you could have never imagined we would live through the things that we've lived through and still be here amen in our lifetime be, you know I, I know there were many many Good Friday services. we just took it for granted we're gonna get together we just took it for granted we're gonna spend time with family we just took many things for granted but god has shown us how to appreciate things in a whole new way amen but today when we're giving him praise you've got a reason to shout you've got a reason to praise not because just because you were unaffected but just because God's got his hand on you amen and I'm here to say to you today as we worship as you praise some are joining us online because of not having amenities at home but we thank God amen we can still worship God we can praise him amen the Bible says let everything that has breath praise the Lord amen you got some air yes. you walked in this place you got some air you got some breath in you Let's just praise God, amen. Let's give God the highest praise, amen. Over to worship team, amen.
2: Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah, God bless morning to Celebrate Jesus. As Pastor said, we need some challenge to the sea. But come on, God, we need some love, amen. And he's going to turn things around. Let's praise him. I'm going to shake hand. My heart was broken. My hope, my hope was fading. we Help came down for us, amen. And his name is Jesus, and he's our healer, he's our portion, our deliverer. He's all we require right now. Come on, let's declare. That God it was and is and is to come. Oh yeah, come on. Oh, 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 oh. oh, Father God, right now. God. You are worthy, Father. Yeah.
1: needed you in the past. Thank you that you're a God that is the same God. You are the same yesterday, today and forever. You answered our prayers in the past. You're answering prayers today and you're going to answer even in the future. Thank you, God, that lack has broken over our lives. Thank you, God, that you are healing physical bodies. Thank you that you are making us whole, in Jesus' name. So we bless your people this morning, even as we prepare to partake of your table today. I read earlier this morning, in Isaiah chapter 53, and it says, who believed our report? And to whom has the arm of the Lord been revealed? You know, the, the whole aspect of Isaiah 53, it reads... And it shares various thoughts, but this is what how it said. It says he had no form of comeliness, and when we see him, there was no beauty that we should desire him. You know the pictures don't do justice to the Jesus that we serve. because the pictures that we we have of Jesus is this lovely Jewish man, you know, with beautiful long hair, and, you know, just all smart features and. You know, flowing robes. But the Bible describes it. It says there was no form or comeliness to him. There was no beauty that we should desire him. Then it goes on and it says he was despised and rejected of men. A man of sorrows. I do not know whether any of you have ever been rejected. Where you felt despised of people. I want you to know you are you're in good company. Because the Jesus that you serve was despised of men. He was rejected of men. Amen. The Bible says he was a man of sorrows, acquainted with grief. And then the Bible says it like this. He says, He was despised and we esteemed him not. He bore all our griefs and our sorrows and we esteemed him stricken. The the word basically means that he carried all of your sorrows, your mourning, all the bad things that have happened in your life and yet you turn your back on him and yet he still loved you he still went to the cross you know uh, the, this Easter weekend is one of the most fundamental parts of any christian life that means as a church we, we 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 use this moment to pause and to just thank god for the sacrifice on the cross amen and that we have life because he gave his life for us. But then the Bible goes and says he was wounded for our transgressions. That means he, he paid a price for our sins, for our iniquities. The iniquities is not only the, just the surface sins, but the deep-seated things. That I'm here to say to you, God, you can walk in freedom. You can enjoy the hand of the Lord just because Jesus paid the price. But then the Bible comes in the last verse and it says, And by his stripes we are healed. I do not know. You may be here today and you may be saying, God, I need a touch upon my body. I need a touch upon my mind. I need a touch on my emotions. I need a touch on my my spirit, man. That means I'm going through a tough time. I'm here to say, by his stripes, you are healed. Healing is not just a physical healing. Healing is a mental, emotional, spiritual healing you can experience in the presence of the Lord. So this morning, even as we bow our heads, we're going to pray as we prepare to partake of the table of the Lord together. Father, we believe that the table of the Lord is a table of covenant. It's a place where we are reminded of the price that you paid for us. That you said, this is my body which is broken for you. This is my blood that is shared for you. So as we eat the bread and drink the cup, we do remember the Lord's death. We remember the promise that he, that he rose again and the promise that he's coming back again for us. And so I pray over your sons and daughters, whatever may be plaguing their mind, whatever may be plaguing their life, whatever the challenges may be that they are facing right now, I know you are able. And you're a God that is faithful. So show up strong on their behalf. Forgive them. There is no condemnation to them that are in Christ. You love them, oh God. You love them just the way they are. But you love them not to stay there. Father, so we thank you. May the love of the Lord be shared abroad in our hearts by the Holy Ghost. Bless us today in Jesus' name. Amen. We may receive the table of the Lord, we'll partake of it together.
2: Amen. the cross
1: did die and all of my sins all of my transgressions have been washed away so today we stand here no condemnation but understanding the gift that has been given to us through Christ so I pray over the lives of your sons and daughters may there be supernatural miracles in their life may there be supernatural answers to prayer May they stand and operate under an open heaven. May they know the goodness of the Lord all the days of their life. Bless them as they partake today. In Jesus' name. And everyone say amen and amen. You may they partake. to the left-hand side of the road and someone will collect them from you. Father, we thank you that you're a good and you're a great God. Thank you for your word. Thank you for your hand upon us. Thank you for your spirit. Thank you that you're anointed and you touch us. And so, Lord, even as we come to your word, we believe the entrance of your word brings light and light. So speak to us like only you can. In Jesus' name. And everyone said, "Amen," and amen, "Amen," "Amen," Bless the Lord, Amen. Thanks to worship you, Amen. Well, it's a blessing to have all of you here today, and this to to join together in a, in the time of celebrating the gift of life we have through Christ Jesus, Amen. And so we we, we excited this morning that you could join with us. We, to all of our visitors, welcome, Amen. To the Paulus house, we thank God for you, and we pray that you are blessed. Amen. We know that where the Spirit of the Lord is, there is liberty, and there is grace. Amen. Amen. And so may the Lord just show up on our behalf, and even on your behalf. Amen. And uh, so, if you have your Bibles, turn with me. If you have your Bibles to the Book of Leviticus, chapter 17. Verses 11. I want to share with you this morning a message on that there is power in the blood. Amen? Now, I I grew up with with them singing in the church, there is power, power, wonder-working power in the precious blood of Jesus. Amen? And then then there was a song that used to go and says, I'm going to hide right under the blood. I'm going to hide right under the blood going to hide right under the blood and the devil can do me no harm, no harm, no harm, no harm. Yeah. You, you know it, right? Yeah. Amen? So I know you can sing it also. Yeah. Amen? But I want to remind us that there is power in the blood. That The 21st century church has become modern and tech, you know, so tech savvy in, in the way we present the gospel but we've forgotten the basics. And the basic is there is power in the blood of Jesus Amen. and today I want to speak to you a little bit on how do I apply the blood of Jesus to my life now there are many thoughts and there are many uh, many many scriptures and there are many thoughts even theologically and various churches say speak even some against the blood of, the, of Jesus but today I want you to know and I want to share with you the reason why The blood of Jesus is important to us. Mm -hmm. As Christians, the Bible says, without the shedding of blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. That means, unless Jesus died for us, Mm -hmm. we cannot enjoy salvation. So the foundations of your salvation is based on Jesus dying and shedding his blood for us. That means the Bible says that means without the shedding of blood, that means without blood, there is no forgiveness of sins. Mm -hmm. And so it took Jesus dying on the cross so that you can have life and life more eternal. Now, this is something that is important. I I do not know and, and and few of us will ever have this experience in our lives where somebody gives their life to protect you. And somebody dies in order to save you. And we, 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 in recent weeks and year, recent months, we, we've heard of various people that go into, into flood-raging waters and, and, and recover people. Or even, you know, we live on the beach, so we know normally holiday time people get crazy and they try to swim in waters they can't con- control. And they end up drowning. And there's someone that will go in and save them. And sometimes the person that saves them ends up losing their life saving somebody else i do not know because this is how it feels to me that somebody pays a, if somebody pays the price for you yeah. somebody so, somebody uh, uh, you know does something in, in, and puts themselves in harm's way so that you can have good life i'm sure you will be forever indebted to them yeah. you would good do everything you can every every part of your life they will become an intricate value in it. Amen? Yes. I do not know or, with, or you look at me like you you're the kind of people that say, okay, child,
0: Thanks.
1: <laughs> <laughs> if you're like that, then I'm not going to take no bullet for you. <laughs> <laughs> I say, at, at least remember me. You know, tell the story, hey, my boy, I wouldn't have been here. My daughter, I wouldn't have been here if somebody else didn't pay a price. But sometimes we treat Jesus the same
0: way.
1: He paid a price for us, but we are sometimes the people that feel like we showed up all on our own. We made it all on our own. How how many people behave that way? You may not say it sometimes, but you may behave that way. You may behave in a kind of way, you you know how you behave that way? When you are ungrateful for the things that you have. Uh, so some of us even, uh, 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 you, you know, we're not going to treat Jesus so badly uh, and we shouldn't feel so bad about that because sometimes we treat our parents as bad. Mm-hmm. We show up like we made it all on our own, like like, like we just fell out of heaven and we God's gift to everybody. Yeah. Amen. Now, if you think that way, rude awakening, yeah. you are a gift. Not necessarily the kind of gift that everybody celebrates. Because when you behave that way, we have no regard for the price that has been paid for us. Yes. So today I want to take us back to the place there is power in the blood of Jesus. Now, and I want you to I want to challenge you to use your mouth for your victory. Now, now some of you know how to use your mouth, right? You don't use it always for good, you use it sometimes for bad. Amen? And, and, and you had that term when someone says, and this one knows how to run their mouth.
0: Yeah.
1: <laughs> it's not like the mouth just jumped out and is taking a run down the track, you know. It, some people just have just the mouth on them, yeah. Right? But yeah, I want you to use your mouth for good. Yes. Amen? Because in your mouth you have the ability to speak good over your life. Yeah. Yeah. Amen? And so this is what God's desire for you is, is to begin to speak good. And I want you to use your mouth to open some doors and to close some doors. The Bible says it like this, the power of life and death is in your tongue. And you will eat the fruit of thereof. So whatever comes out your mouth, you are going to live in the reality of it. You're going to eat the fruit of it. So that means if cursing is all that comes out your mouth, that's what you're going to live. So don't get surprised when the environment of yours uh, resembles your speech. Because life and death is in your tongue. You you live in the, the reality of the world that you have created by the words that you release out your mouth. So it's very, very powerful. So the next time, before you engage your mouth, engage your mind, yeah. engage your spirit. Mm-hmm. And if you used to automatic car, <laughs> like how you speak automatic, understand that even an automatic car got reverse, <laughs> neutral, park, yeah. drive. Everything doesn't stay in drive mode all the time. Yeah. Okay, we, we, we're getting some. This is Good Friday. Yeah. And Jesus died for you. Amen. Amen. And you're going to love me after you leave yeah, Amen. Because I want you to know there's power in the blood. I want you to be able to speak. You know, because sometimes we are living in a world that we have created. Sometimes your negativity. Sometimes the words that you release in your home. The words you release over your children becomes a reaction. You, 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 you know, we use the word sometimes in our home. Hey, this one is like a tunse. <laughs> <laughs> huh? That means they're very naughty. Right? This one is a black sheep. That means this is the one that does all the wrong things yeah. in the house. Yeah. But the, the thing is that if this person, if you call them that and they start behaving yeah. that way, yeah. your words have created a reality in their spirit so they've got it in their spirit that I shouldn't behave any other different yeah. they don't expect it from me. Yeah. I want you to speak life. Yeah. I want you to speak words. Now now Jesus does this and, and 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 the reason I share this with you is because everything there's doorways to your life. There's access points to your life and you've got to use your words to close the door. But how many of you know that closed doors can be opened? So if you, I want you to do three things today. I want you to close the door, then lock the door. So in order to lock the door, you need keys to lock the door. And thirdly, I want you to seal the door, shut. And this is the authority. Remember in the book of Haggai, the Bible says, and I will make you a signet ring. That means God was saying to them, now in those days a, a signet ring was a, a ring that a king would wear and on it will carry a crest. And so when every, any, any document, any decree that will be sent out he will, he, he will, they will have wax and he will put his signet ring as a stamp on it. And so what it meant it was that once that, that decree goes out, it's sealed. Yeah. It cannot be reversed so god when, god when i say to you you are a king and a priest unto god mm-hmm. and god has made you his signet ring and whatever you seal will be sealed yeah. Yeah. that means it means that certain doors will not be open again yeah. Yeah. my challenge is i've been pastoring for a long time and in the pastoring, i've seen people get delivered from certain things Uh, uh, Get from, from demonic possession, from addictions, but after a while I see them going back and doing it. And we wonder why this person is doing it again. Because the door was closed, but not locked or sealed. Some of you are keeping the door slightly open, so if this doesn't work out, I'm gonna go back to where I am. And you don't know that you leave any doorway for the enemy, the enemy is going to come in. Come so you've got to close the door. Say to someone, close the door. Lock the door.
0: Seal the door.
1: You see, we like the sermon about open doors. and God will give you an open door. And wherever you, where your foot will tread, God will open the door. No, no, no. some doors you need to shut. Yeah. Yeah. You need to shut it, seal it. Put arc welding, and, you know, put reinforcing, yeah. everything, and so that that door never gets open. Some of you are keeping doors open and you're wondering why the enemy is coming in. And it's uh, the same doorway. So understand how do we shut the door. Now, when Adam and Eve sinned in the garden, they opened a the doorway. Yeah. And that doorway became an access point into the lives of every believer. Now let's go to to, to Leviticus chapter 17, verses 11. It says, For the life of all flesh is in the blood, and it is given to you upon the altar to make atonement for your sins. For it is the blood that makes atonement for your soul. The first part of the, of the, the verse says, The life of the flesh is in the blood. Amen. So I want you to understand there's life in the blood. That means our body is a very powerful and an amazing piece of machinery. That means God has made us in such a way that it is really special and and really a blessing, but there's so much to us. But the, the, the powerful thing about our body is that each organ is made independent of each other but the blood is what connects every system to each other
0: Mm
1: -hmm. right that means if your blood stops flowing to a particular part of your body that part of your body dies Mm -hmm. you know people have problems with circulation in their legs and all of a sudden when circulation is cut off what happens that, your, that, that part of your body starts to die off and then it starts to form gangrene and all. And then you start to, they say, we have to amputate it. Mm-hmm. Why? Because if there's no blood flowing to it, there's no life. Yes. So every organ is good.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: But independently, it's a good piece of machinery but no function. Mm-hmm. It's, it's useless, it's powerless without blood blood has to flow over it yeah. so that life can come on it. I want you to understand this. When I'm talking to you today about the blood of Jesus, it has, it takes the blood of Jesus over you yeah, yeah. so that life can flow through you.
2: Yeah.
1: Yes. Amen? But if you're not under the blood, I'm going to hide right under the blood. Amen? If I'm not under the blood of Jesus and I am on my own covering, ah, yeah. I've got problems. Yes. If you In control of everything in your life, and you don't need God, and I've got my money, Pastor. You know, I've got a good job. I've got everything that my heart is content. uh, There is a man in the Bible. The Bible says to me that uh, that, uh, that there was a rich man in the Bible that says, "I've got everything in this in in this world." And then the Bible says, "And tonight, your soul will be required of you,
0: taking
1: nothing with you." I want you to understand there's life in the blood.
0: Mm
1: -hmm. Amen? Now, this is very important. If we know there is life in the blood, then how do I access this life? Mm -hmm. Adam and Eve, when they fell from grace, they opened a doorway for the enemy to come in. And God had to rectify what Adam did in the garden. Mm -hmm. And God's solution in the garden was that He sacrificed an animal, takes the skin of the animal, and covers Adam. right? So I want you to to see God's solution to restoring mankind back to Him is sacrifice, blood being shared, so that they can have access. Now, now this is very, very important, and and if you can check with me just for a few moments... I, 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 I'm, I'm going to take you somewhere. Remember my, my, my statement? Firstly, there is power in the blood. Yeah. The second statement is you're going to speak some things. You're going to learn how to apply the blood of Jesus over your life. But the third statement is that there some doors that are to be closed, locked, and sealed. Right? Now, I want you to understand that the blood of animals was not good enough to keep man under the covering of God. Now, when Adam fell from grace, it basically meant he became disconnected from God. Remember Adam had the ability to communicate with God. He was, the, the Bible says God walked with him in the cool of the day. They had conversations. That means he saw God, he heard God, he, he walked with God in the, in, in, in the garden. God showed up. To Adam. The moment Adam fell from grace, Adam hid himself. Why? Firstly, he became aware of his nakedness, Mm -hmm. and secondly, he became aware of things that he was not aware of before. So that means he lost that glory dimension. Adam, pre the fall, enjoyed the glory with the Lord. It's God's desire that we enjoy that same glory with him. But the challenge was. Sin. And so God needed us to be changed and transformed. So, so what happens is that we see that he fell. Now, now, now we need to know that, that, that the Bible makes reference to the third heaven. And, and, and so when, when when Adam falls, he's cut off from the heavens. That means he's cut off from the third heaven. He does not have access to God Himself. Right? Adam is living, in, 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 we're living in a world and the world is referred to as the first heaven, right? Now the world, remember, in, in the atmosphere in which we live in it, 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 it is made up of, of, of a few levels. And in, in, in the, those few levels that, that, that we are living in, there is basically, you have the, the atmosphere, then you have the stratosphere, then you have the mesosphere, you know, this is where we're living in. We're living in the first level. There are, there are divine laws, there are rules, there are, there are blessings, there are a whole lot of stuff, but we cannot access it till God shows up. So now, Adam is cut off from, from the third heaven, he's living on the first heaven, and the way that God reconnects him, gives him access is, he says, now the blood of animals will cover you, giving you access. Now remember, without the shedding of blood, there's no forgiveness of sins, there's no access to God right so when Jesus dies on the cross the veil is torn into we have access to God we speak about an open heaven that means access to the heavenlies but the reality is he doesn't have it so to restore relationship back to God God kills an animal clothes clothes a man and between uh, between the flesh and the skin of the animal the blood touches man covering man, giving him the access to God. But the Bible says, this was done all through the Old Testament, but the Bible says it was not adequate because year on year, different times in the year, you had to do different sacrifices to access God. And God, and, and then God sends his son. That means he says that which could not be done through man and through human weakness, God has done through his son, Christ Jesus. So his son Christ Jesus dies so that we can be reconnected to God. What does this mean? We are reconnected to God through the spirit of God. But it means that reconnection has to come through the point where it it comes through the point of Jesus dying and we have access. So what does it mean? If you have not experienced salvation through the blood of Jesus, then you're not going to experience life. This is very, very important for us. If you're not going to experience that life, then you're not experiencing the life and the Spirit of God over your life. We're talking about the first heaven and then the third heaven. Paul speaks about, he says, I have, uh, and I was taken up into the third heaven, and God revealed to me some mysteries. The problem is with many of us is that we are operating on the first slip. We haven't connected to God. Your life is not only of what you live and all that you experience in this world. There's more that God has in store for you. So this is very, very important. So He comes in there, but I want you to understand ungodly people still use blood sacrifice. That's why God replaces the sacrifice of animals with the blood of his son. Because right now we have people that sacrifice animals in order to access, but they access the second heaven. Mm -hmm. The second heaven is where the devil, Satan, and the angels, his angels live and operate. So you have this, and this is why it's important for us as believers to be under the blood of Jesus and to be under open heaven. Because some people with occultic worship use blood to access demonic dimensions to activate it even over the lives of people. And so, if you as a believer is not covered under the blood of Jesus, demonic powers will have authority and access to your life because you're not covered. Remember, this, that's why the Bible says, and we sang the song, I'm going to hide right under the blood. It's the blood of Jesus that allows the enemy to pass over. In the, Jesus, uh, God is speaking to Moses and the children of Israel getting them ready to come out of Egypt. And, and one of the plagues that was coming was the, uh, the plague of death that was going to visit Israel or uh, Egypt. And all of the firstborns were going to be killed. But the, the Bible says, and God said to the children of Israel, take a lamb for a household, kill the lamb, apply the blood over the doorposts of your house, then take the lamb into your house, roast the lamb together with herbs, and eat it. Mm-hmm. Right? Firstly, they have to apply the blood over the doorposts and the lentils so that when the angel of death will come, it will pass over. If you are not covered with the blood of Jesus, the angel of death will have access to your life. So every house that didn't have a covering, the enemy went in. If you are in church, in the building, but you don't have a relationship with God, the enemy still got access to you. There's no register here that says to you, The only register is, he said, don't rejoice over anything. Rejoice that your name is written in the Lamb's book of life. Today my desire is that your name, you be confident that you're a child of God. But if you're a child of God, and the enemy still have access to your life, then you're not a child of God. The enemy may attack you, but it cannot have access to your life. That means he can come to the building, but it's going to pass over. This is what uh, what has happened. Firstly, there's a covering external. Then, when they, they, they say, uh, uh, scientists say when you eat lamb, and, and a lot of us like nyamas, right? And so you like lamb, and so w- they say when you roast lamb, lamb releases a higher level of zinc. Now, all of you know about zinc because in the last two years, the one other thing they told you for COVID take yeah. zinc. Why? And the reason they told you take zinc was because it increases your immune system yeah. and your ability to fight. Mm-hmm. So so when they're taking the, the lamb, it is protecting and nourishing them. But also he says, eat herbs. Yeah. And you know one thing the old people always tell you, you make sure you have some herbs. Yeah. <laughs> right? Especially when you got problems with your iron levels yeah. and your vitamin levels and, and, and so 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 herbs has a lot of vitamin C. Mm-hmm. Right? And, 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 and the vitamin C also helps with, as an immune booster to you. So the whole thing that is happening here is that God is saying, not only am I covering over you, but I'm protecting and nurturing you from the inside. Amen? So this is the important part or that, that that you need to understand is that God's covering you, not only on the external, but He is covering you from the inside. I do not know where that passed. When he comes in and he speaks and he says, Take a lamb for your household, he's saying, I'm interested not just in the angel of death passing over you, but I want to nourish and, and give you the nutrients that is ready for the journey that you are going into. Amen. The life that God has for you, God doesn't only want to protect and cover you. When you are in the blood of Jesus, not only are you covered, but he is preparing you for the journey of life. Amen. And in the journey of life, you will be strong. Your immune system will be strong. Yes. Your spiritual immune system should be strong. Yes. But you've got to check your diet. Yeah. One of our biggest challenges in our lives is that 70% of all bacteria stays in our gut. Seventy percent of your problem is what you eat. <laughs> that, that's what they say, yeah. right? So, you eat, eat too much of this, is not good. eat too little of that is not good. And, the, and our parents were right, eat your vegetables.
0: Yeah.
1: No matter how much we want to fight it. When we're young, we just don't want to eat it at all. We only eat the meat. We will look at the vegetables and eat the meat. Isn't it? When we get older, we look at the meat and eat the vegetables, isn't it? Because the teeth are gone, and you can't gum the the steak anymore. And sometimes they want to make the steak small so that you can eat it, make it soft, isn't it? Isn't it strange when you get older? You get more like a child. Children, you only give them purity. You only give them soft food, everything. everything. But I pray today that God, I want you to understand, the blood of Jesus was there for your protection. Let let, let me take take you this. Jesus shed blood in seven places prior to him getting to the cross. And each of the places that Jesus shed blood was doorways that he was blocking access to your life. Give me three minutes. I'm gonna I, I, I'll end this here. The first place that Jesus shed blood was in the Garden of Gethsemane. That's what the place. Now it's amazing that the first sin took place in the Garden of Eden. And God's redemption plan for mankind starts in the Garden of of Gethsemane. God is deliberate about everything He does, He doesn't do anything for, by accident. He replaces old with the new. And remember in the garden, when man sinned, he sacrificed an animal. In the garden of Gethsemane, his son becomes the sacrifice. So that once and for all, we are redeemed and saved from sin, right? So he comes in, in, in there and, 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 and this, is, this is what's happened. As Jesus is in the garden, the Bible says, He's in the garden, and, and, and remember, in the garden he is given the cup that represented all of the sins of mankind. And and, and and he says, Father, if it be your will, remove this cup from me. The Bible says it like this: that he was in great agony and anguish. The, 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 the Greek word ang- agony basically means to be in extreme torment. Right? Now, they, the scientists say it like this, people that have schizophrenia, anxiety, or, or, or loses a loss of wool, ex- experiences a great level of anxiety. And they say when you get to this level of anxiety, what happens is that the, the blood vessels in your, in, in your face and your head burst. And then the blood vessels drain into your sweat glands and mix with the water that is in your sweat glands and oozes out your pores. The Bible says when when Jesus was in the Garden of Gethsemane, his sweat was like droplets of blood. That means it showed the great anxiety that was happening in his life. But in that moment, when, when, when the blood starts to ooze from his head and from his face, the Bible says his response changes from if it be your will. He says, Father, not my will, but your will be done. I want you to understand that in that moment, Jesus was being tormented like any one of us will be tormented, your head is what controls your mind, your world, your emotions, your intellect, your reasoning, right? And and, and Jesus was negotiating with the Father, The blood vessels burst. Blood and water begin to pour out of his his face. And in that moment, Jesus responds and says, Father, not my will, your will be done. Christ came to the place where he realized there's a greater world that is in play. Jesus makes this statement. And he says, let this mind be in you that was in Christ Jesus. He says be you transformed by the renewing of your mind he, then he comes in another scripture and he says god has not given you a spirit of fear but a power and of love and of a sound mind what am i saying the first place jesus shed blood was on his head and in his face covering his mind his world his emotions his intellect his reasoning the first place the enemy attacks your life is your mind and I want you to get, when you apply the blood of Jesus over your mind, you're saying, God, let my mind, my will, my reasoning. Yeah. One of the greatest challenges of the 21st century is a mental illness right now. Yeah. And I'm, I'm praying that God will begin to cover our minds. Yeah. That in this time, that God will deliver us from anything that is attacking our mind. Yeah. Our minds is our greatest tool. We celebrate our minds. We celebrate the intellect. The access that we have to media and and to every sort of information just in package in the palm of our hands came through a mind of a man, and yet the same mind of the man has been attacked and we cannot control it. Uh, 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 Neil sent a a, a, a funny funny, uh, meme yesterday uh, about robots. What was it, Neil? sign in on certain apps and whatever and they say take care if you are not a robot. A computer asking you to tell you it a robot that you're not a robot. Hey 21st century our attack is against our mind and Jesus shed his blood so that you can be delivered. One of our biggest challenges is our imagination. Our imagination is a beautiful tool, it's a creative tool, but it's a challenge because if we don't watch our mind and watch our thoughts, we are going to lose control. Much of the challenges we have is not real. It's perceived. Most of the problems, somebody else gets sick, they diagnose with a problem, you come back, and all of a sudden tomorrow you wake up. You're thinking, oh, that one said this is yeah. happening, that, that is happening, maybe I have to run this test, that test, that test. Yeah. Hey, all of a sudden we say, Yeah, I've got all the symptoms. Then you Google all the symptoms of yeah. this illness. Yeah. And then a headache, yeah. backache, low energy. Yeah. Hey, all of a sudden now you've got all if you go there you'll have all this thing. You've got sugar, heart, yeah. pressure. Yeah. is it? The Bible says, let the spine be in no matter how sick your body is, your mind needs to be informed by the Spirit of the Lord who you are. Amen? This is very, very important. Je- there is power in the blood of Jesus to heal your mind, heal your will, heal your emotions. You've been experiencing a loss of desire for living, a loss of desire for anything. You're losing energy. You just don't feel like doing anything. Right now, that the enemy is attacking your mind. Some of you are not even in a celebrating mood. You say, I don't feel like celebrating. I don't feel like I'm not happy about anything. The enemy is attacking your mind. He's stealing your joy. And right now, we are praying by the blood of Jesus. There is power in the blood of Jesus. Even if you are faced with negative reports, they telling you things are not easy at work. They're going to be laying off people. This is going to happen. Your health is not. this saying you let your let the spirit of God in you speak to your body to tell your body how to respond. Amen. You are not a body having a spiritual experience. You are the spirit that is living in a body. Amen. Hear me. You are not a body having a spiritual experience. If you're a body having a spiritual experience, when you come to that, you clap your hands, you raise your voice, you may even look and mime (laughs) and not make no no sound. You know, that's our mind. (laughs) (laughs) Not me. But I pray that you are not a body having a spiritual experience. But you are a spirit living in a body. Yes. And every time the enemy comes and attacks your life, yes. you speak to your body. You say, body, yes. respond to the word of the Lord. Yes. I am healed. Yes. My mind, yes. I cast down imaginations and every high thing that yes. exalts itself against the knowledge of God. I bring into captivity every thought of the evil one before the enemy even attacks your mind. You take that, you take that thought and you capture it right now. Don't let fear rule your life. Tomorrow you wake up and something is happening. No, no, no. Right now I speak over that situation. There's it. Yeah. Close the door. Yes. Open the door for what you speak and what you declare. Yeah. And so today, on this good friend, I want to remind you there's power in the blood of Jesus. Yes. Amen? Let's just bow our heads together. You're going to just trust God. Our God is able. God will never fail us. Amen. I said to you, there's seven places. I didn't cover all. I covered one. And then we'll cover the others. But I'm here to say to you, every door, every access to your life, not only are we going to close the door, we're going to lock it, and we're going to seal it. I'm going to continue on Sunday on how do we lock doors. Because we want to apply the blood of Jesus to our lives. I want you to understand you need to know how to apply it and you need to know what doors to close. There are doors that have got access to your life. People speak negative things. You've allowed people. I want you to know something. You, you don't Be careful not to allow people to just speak negativity over your life. After a while, you start to believe it. And you lose all sense of your own identity. Don't let negative people into your life Don't let them speak negatively And if anybody speaks negatively In your life, I'm giving you permission You say, I bind The spirit in the name of Jesus These words have got No authority over my life Don't buy into it You're not binding the person You're binding the spirit that is Releasing that word through that person Amen And you're going to have to learn how to take authority the Bible says the kingdom of God suffers violence, and the violent take it by strong. I want you to understand, you, you, we are not citizens of this world. We are in this world, but not of this world. We are citizens of heaven. And as a kingdom citizen, you, 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 I believe in aliens. As a citizen of heaven, I'm an alien on the earth. Amen. I want you to get to that place where you understand. You see, the problem with us is that we've been too too long away from home. If heaven's our home, we've been too long away from it. We've bought into the identity of the world. But today, God's got you. God's returning you back to the original mandate. Father, we bless you. We love you. We thank you for your sons and your daughters. Bless them i pray over their minds in the name of jesus i speak over their willpower nothing will control them no lust of the flesh no pride of life no addiction no sin father has control over their life they're not a victim of their passions their desires their emotions they surrender to you so father in the name of Jesus cover your sons and cover your daughters under the blood of Jesus we apply the blood to our minds. come on everyone just place your hand on your head I cover apply the blood of Jesus to my mind my will my emotions my intellect my reasoning So, Father, I pray right now, let this mind be in me that is in Christ Jesus. And everybody say, Amen and amen,
0: Amen.